Welcome to Raiders on the Record, the podcast featuring Hastings High School Athletics. I'm Athletic Director Trent Hansen. My colleague Tim Hanneberg and I work together to bring you the stories of Raiders sports. We are thrilled to share conversations with the athletes, coaches, and alumni that represent Raider Nation. Check back weekly and be sure to share this podcast with your friends in the Raiders Network. Danielle Welch Durow is a 2008 Raider graduate. During her time at Hastings High School, she was a three-sport athlete competing in soccer, hockey, and golf. In soccer, she was a four-year varsity letter winner playing goalie and was all-conference, all-state, and a captain during her junior and senior seasons. In hockey, she was a six-year varsity letter winner, was all-conference, all-state, captain during her junior and senior year, and was a finalist for Minnesota Miss Hockey. Finally, in golf, she was a varsity letter winner during her 9th and 10th grade year. After graduating high school, she attended Boston College, where she played hockey, was a four-year starter, and competed in three Frozen Fours. After college, Danielle attended culinary school and is currently the head chef at Dan's Bar. Here we are with Danielle, formerly known as Welch, now Duro. Uh, Danielle, we do a couple questions here in the beginning to get a little background information on you. So to get this background information, let's hear about the schools you attended growing up in Hastings. Yeah, so for elementary school, I went to C's. Um, and then middle school was at Hastings. And then I graduated from Hastings High School in 2008. Nice. We did have a string of guests that were on here that did shout out some of their favorite teachers. So if you had any teachers that really stuck out, I know that was a long time ago. A lot of oh. them might not be with us anymore. <laughs> no, joking. <laughs> but some of us might not. I mean, teaching. I should mean teaching. But uh, yeah. if you had anyone that really stuck out, uh, maybe at C's or at the middle school, high school, you could definitely yeah, give them a shout you know, out if you can remember I anybody. probably I really liked Miss Oppold. I really like Mr. Hartman, um, Miss Benson. So there's a few that mostly in the subjects that I wasn't very good at, mm -hmm. <laughs> just helping me through them. I think that's why they stand out the most probably. Nice. So give us a, a little background information on your family. What did that look like? Brothers, sisters, mom and dad. I should have started to, did you always grow up in Hastings or did you guys eventually move to Hastings Were your parents from Hastings? So just, just give us up what that snapshot looked like of your family growing up uh, and what that looked like for you. For sure. Yeah. Parents both grew up in Hastings. Um, I have two siblings. We, I've lived here my whole life. I have two siblings, an older sister, and older brother. Um, my sister went to college when I went to kindergarten. So there was a huge spread and our brother's right in the middle. Um, so I guess I was kind of an only child because my brother was pretty much you know, had his license by the time I was a functioning mm -hmm. child. Um, but yeah, so two siblings, parents, my parents were divorced when I was in sixth grade. So then I had all sorts of step siblings come into the picture and um, a stepmom and a stepdad. But um, for the most part, most of my childhood was just two siblings. Nice. So this is a sports podcast and we focus a lot around sports. So looking back at your own life, what do you think one of your best or one of your earliest sports memories was growing up? Yes. So my, my first memory 
um, was we were on playing mite hockey um, and there wasn't very many girls, probably three girls that played. And my dad always took the girls on his team. So we, the three of us always played and during mites, you switch goalies every game. Um, and we made it to the championship that season. And one of my best friends, still one of my best friends to this day was in nets that day. And I remember one of the boys on the bench was rolling his eyes and saying, oh, she's in nets again, we're gonna lose. And I turned around and did what any five-year-old would do and I punched him in the face. Nice. And I think still to this day, that's like one of my fondest memories or earliest memories, I should say. And we went on to win the game and she played like amazing. So it ended up working out for me. Maybe she saw you do it and that's what kind of sparked exactly. her to get her act together it's in the net, what do you think? a fire or something. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so then growing up too, we, we do like to ask this question and it's kind of fun to hear some of the answers. So what do you think one of your first jobs was growing up? Oh, besides chores, my first actual job was where I work currently. So I was a dishwasher um, at Dan's bar and basically it started because I wanted a cell phone. And so my parents said, you know, if you want a cell phone, you have to pay for it. And so my mom's like, you can tag along two days a week with me to work and that'll be, that'll be your job. So I think I started when I was probably 14. Nice. And did you like washing dishes or was it just kind of, Oh, it was terrible. It was awful, but it's like, I mean, it's a high school job, right? Mm -hmm. Does anyone really enjoy their high school uh, job? I think they're all supposed to be terrible. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I do always bring it up. I had a, <clears throat> about a string of five guys in a row that detasseled corn for uh, their first job. So I think dishwashing, they would have probably taken dishwashing yes. at a heartbeat <laughs> versus 100%. that, but yeah. So, all right. Awesome. Last question then to get some background info. Uh, you could pick three of these. If you want, you could pick three of each one. If you want, if you want to just uh, grab a couple of these two, that's okay. So what do you think your favorite movie is, your favorite food, your favorite artist, your favorite author, or your favorite time of the year? All tough. My favorite movie would probably be, I mean, I'm into like the superhero. We do a lot of the Avenger movies, I'm into the Harry Potter movies, um, favorite food, pasta, for sure. I'm not much of an art person, so I don't have a favorite artist. Um, my favorite time of year is definitely the fall. Nice. All right. So then looking back, um, let's start at your sports journey uh, growing up here. So what was the early sports you played? Uh, typically, I like to stop at around uh, sixth or seventh grade. That's when most people seem like they get a little more serious with the uh, one or two sports. For sure. So what did it look like for you growing up? What sports did you play? Uh, maybe what did, what kind of sports stuck right away with you? What kind of went by the wayside? Uh, just sure. what did it look like playing sports growing up for you? Um, I think... I think I played pretty much everything growing up. I mean, the ones that I really remember are like soccer, golf, basketball, t-ball, hockey, of course. Um, but I, I think my parents kind of signed me up for everything and just kind of figured out what I liked or what I excelled at. Um, but I think the ones that I was the best at were definitely the ones I stuck with anyway. So um, basketball, hockey, golf, and soccer were pretty much the ones that, that I played the most. We used to do like the Papa Tritos three on three tournaments and all the, we'd walk to golf camp all summer. And, um, but yeah, most of it was just the HYAA stuff. Gotcha. So then, like I said, starting in seventh grade, 
maybe let's start from there and we could go from year to year. Um, I don't know if you got brought up uh, maybe at a JV level or maybe up to the high school when you were in middle school, some people, uh, depending on what sport it is, they get brought up pretty early too. So uh, like I said, starting seventh and eighth grade, uh, like I said, two before, maybe that's when people get a little more serious with their sports. So what did you maybe kind of weed out? What did you get more serious with? Uh, what did that look like? Uh, and then when we get into ninth grade, um, just take us year by year or season by season. And what did the sports look like and any kind of major accomplishments, team, individual that went along with each sport? For sure. Yeah. For um, So I think I started making decisions, like you said, probably like between fifth and seventh grade, because I feel like that's when you start this, there's two sports in a season, right? So it's, you have to pick which one you like better. So I weeded out basketball. Um, I think I was just good at basketball because I was like the tallest one. <laughs> so I knew like, I was, you know, by the point when you get to sixth grade, you're like, okay, let's just find the ones that we really like. So um, in sixth grade, I stuck with um, golf, soccer, hockey. Um, and I played just middle school golf and soccer. And in hockey, I started on the varsity team in seventh grade. And that was kind of before they had like the U12 or U14 or any of that. So it was basically your option was you had to either play U12 unless you made varsity. So we, we all tried out in seventh grade and that's when I um, made varsity. So then I started the girls, the high school girls would pick, come to the middle school to pick me up, to take me for, to practice. Um, but there was a couple eighth graders too. So it wasn't, I wasn't the only one getting picked up. Um, but then, yeah, the other two sports, I didn't really get into, it was all middle school. Um, and then real quick, what, grade, what was that what like? Was that? Sorry. What was that like, you know, um, being a seventh grader or middle schooler, uh, obviously you said there was a couple eighth graders as well. But what, yep. what was that like playing at a varsity level, or maybe there was a lot of JV that you were going or playing as well at grade, but as a seventh sure. grader, you know, what was that like uh, playing with girls that were in high school, older girls, riding buses, practices, locker room, uh, just give us um, maybe a little, like I said, a little snippet of what, what that kind of was like that year with for you. Yeah, it was, um, I would say it was certainly overwhelming, but I didn't think I was out of place. Um it was overwhelming in the fact that like you were taking spots of seniors um, and they weren't happy about it. Their parents weren't happy about it. Um, it was overwhelming because they were talking about things you had no idea what it was or, um, you know, you couldn't, you weren't driving, you know, you weren't going to parties. So I guess in that aspect, it was um, really overwhelming. But as far as the hockey side of it, um, I feel like I was developmentally ready for it. Mm -hmm. um, so I enjoyed it. I really got along with all the, the older girls um, and they were super inviting and super nice. So it wasn't, it made it a lot easier, the transition yeah. a lot easier. Okay. Sure. Gotcha. All right. I just want to hear about that. Cause that, that is something that we, it's a, it's a fine balance, you know, a fine line that we're kind of sure. dealing with, with all sports at the high school with, bringing up our younger kids and, and what that line looks like, you know? So it's always interesting to see how I see how every sport kind of handles that situation. For sure. Yeah. And I think the coaches looked out for you. I mean, mm -hmm. it made sure you were comfortable and um, I think they relied on probably three or four of the older girls to kind of keep me under their wing. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's just the people you have to surround yourself with to mm -hmm. make it work. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. 
All right. So then ninth grade here before I interrupted, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah. So then ninth grade, I pretty much played varsity in all three of those sports. So golf, soccer, and hockey. Um, golf, I only played freshman and sophomore year. Um, and then I kind of weeded it out to just focus more on the hockey and soccer. And I just kind of wanted a break um, because those sports were kind of becoming year round things. Um, but yeah, so soccer, I played goalie. Um, and I think I was like all conference, all state, probably sophomore through senior year. And then I was a captain junior and senior year. Um, and then for hockey, same thing, all conference, all state, um, team captain. And then my senior year, I was a Miss Hockey finalist. Nice. Um, yeah. And then any other team accomplishments that go along with any of those sports? Um, no, <laughs> not really so much as mm -hmm. team accomplishments. We, uh, we always made it to like the, the section finals, but none of them were state tourney tournament runs. Nice. So looking back then you got three sports to choose from, so it could be very difficult to maybe pick one specific, uh, rewarding experience. So if you want to pick one from each sport, that's totally okay. But uh, if you just have one that kind of really stands out, that's, that's great too. So what do you think one of your most rewarding experiences was uh, being a high school athlete at Hastings High School? I mean, I think just in general, being like a high school athlete, I think it was more like the camaraderie. Like, I feel like high school can be so tough and college for that matter. Um, but it can just be so tough to find find out who you are. And I feel like when, when you're on a team, you have like people to rely on and you feel like you're a part of something. And I think that, um, I mean, especially nowadays, I just think it's so good for mental health to just have, have that group of people. And I mean, I mean, still to this day, people that I played high school sports with are my best friends. Um, and it just, I, I think that's probably the most rewarding thing out of it is you have a Right when I went to college, it was the same thing. It's like you have a family immediately, even mm -hmm. if you don't know the people, you know that they're going to have your back. And so I think that was probably the most rewarding experience for being a Hastings High School athlete, for sure. For sure. So something that just sparked my mind, you talking about your rewarding experience, maybe walk through the three sports that you played in high school as well. So um, obviously um, you're talking about playing golf, right? And that's could be a very, that's very individualized sport. And yes. you're obviously on a team but you're not really playing with other girls, right? Yeah. Uh, soccer, you're a goalie. So you're kind of in the net by yourself there, uh, kind of yeah. individualized as well, but then you're on the ice and you're definitely on a team there. And there's a huge team component to that. So For sure. walk us through the sp three sports, very, very different in each one, but um, what was your mind frame like kind of in each one or, um, or, or how were they the same, different? Uh, maybe just compare and contrast those three sports. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that might be one of the reasons I dropped golf out of the equation pretty early is just because it was just so slow <laughs> and you're like, you know, you're, you're on a team, but you're not anywhere near your teammates half the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's why I lost interest pretty early, but as far as soccer, I mean, even if you're in the nets, you're constantly talking to the defensemen and the people around you. So I think with the, both of those sports, um, yeah, I think you're just always communicating and it's fast paced and it's, um, you're relying on people to do what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Was girls lacrosse around 
a lot when you were in no, high school and I, yeah it was just a club mm-hmm. it was just a club thing right probably when i was like a junior okay you know it is, was just slowly starting is and that no, something wish- you think you would have picked up maybe if it was 100 oh, uh, yeah okay yeah like when i got to college they had field hockey and lacrosse and i was like gosh that would have been great to play when i was yeah. growing up but yeah so another kind of springtime sport that offsets the other ones and then that team component sure. that fast paced kind of game that you're looking for as well and exactly. very similar to hockey as well so for sure yeah and it's All fun right. to watch oh yeah for sure yeah. uh so kind of similar to the last question maybe not the last question i asked you but <laughs> maybe the one before it uh if you could look back at your high school career what do you think one of your favorite moments was so you talked about your rewarding experience but um, if yeah. you can maybe highlight one specific moment and like i said it could be from each sport it could be one thing um, overall. So what do you think that one maybe favorite moment was being a high school athlete? For sure. My favorite moment or event was, you know, for hockey, we would take scrimmage trips up North at the beginning of the season and we'd all pack into these buses and we would have, I mean, we'd spend the whole night before making like pillowcases of puppy chow and everything you're not supposed to do, like getting ready for a tournament full of games but we had so much fun. And looking back, it was like, that's why I think our teams got along so well. It was such like a good team building experience on the way up. Um, and you got to know everyone and you got to know the coaches. And um, yeah, so 100%, those were my favorite moments of being a high school player for sure. Yeah, I think if you talk to most people that were high school athletes or college athletes too, I think the wins and the losses are the things that get easily forgotten. Uh, yeah. The hard practices, easily forgotten. It's those moments that the bus rides, the long trips. Those are for the things sure. that the overnights at hotels, those are the, exactly. the memories you make and exactly. they yeah. kind of last for a lifetime. So it's pretty <laughs> funny how it's that it's kind of pretty consistent across the board for all athletes. Yeah. And you can still remember like half of it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you played three different sports in high school. You played for probably a, a bunch of different coaches growing up as well. Who's yep. maybe a coach that really stuck out to you? that really taught you something that lasted for a lifetime. Um, and once again, very difficult question, cause I'm sure you played for a lot of great people. Uh, yeah. but like I said, who maybe is that one, that best coach, or if you want to pick one for every sport you played, that's okay too. For sure. Yeah. When I was, um, in high school, we had a summer, I had a summer camp coach, uh, Winnie Broach. She's really successful nowadays as a coach and she runs a hockey camp. And, um, I started training with her during the summer is just like freshman, sophomore year. Um, and then got to know her a lot better my sophomore summer, junior summer, because that's when I started playing like on a triple A team. Um, and I think, I think she just understood where we all were because I mean, everyone on our team was looking to go division one and she had already been there and she had come from Roseville. Um, so she was just at a normal high school, um, and she was just a real person. And she was trying to, she had, our, she had the experience that we were all trying to get. Um, so she, you know, she knew we were gonna make mistakes and she knew we were high schoolers, but she knew she just respected up, respected us. So I think, I mean, I think she was probably the best coach I had for sure. Gotcha. And so I think just of- cause she had been there and she had been there not that long before us and mm-hmm. Um, she just got it for sure. So, if that makes sense. yeah, thinking about her though, too. So, you said she played at Roseville, just kind of represented her community and didn't for go sure. to one of the kind of big powers for hockey 
Was that something that was important for you as well? Oh, 100%. I mean, I always said like, maybe I should be going to Shattuck or maybe I should be doing this or, and my dad always said, if you're good enough, they'll find you. Mm -hmm. You know, that was like his, that was always his thing. You don't need to pay this much to go to a tournament in Boston because if they're good enough, they'll find you at Hastings High School. So I think definitely for her, like seeing someone like that being so successful um, and just working hard and, you know, she came from just a small community like us. So I think mm -hmm. that helped a lot too. Nice. Same kind of question now, but for your teammates. And once again, this could be very difficult. If you definitely want to pick one for each sport, that's a-okay. Uh, so who do you think one of the best teammates you played with? Uh, maybe someone that, you know, was a shoulder to cry on, maybe that picked you up. I know a lot of times people bring up uh, that person that was always just kind of better than them. And they just uh, really kind of um, just tried to, like for hockey, just try to skate behind them and keep up with them. Um, maybe sure. an older athlete who really pushed them, um, something along those lines. So who do you think one of those best teammates was for you? Yeah, for sure. My, probably my best teammate was um, Heidi Peterson. She was one year older than me and she made varsity in eighth grade when I made it in seventh. So we kind of were going through the same thing at the same time. Um, and I played with her essentially from when we were little until she was a junior and I was a sophomore because then she transferred out East to go to prep school. Um, but I think she was just, I think she was the best teammate because she wanted what I wanted. Like she wanted to go to college. She wanted to, I think in high school, it's really hard because you don't, not everyone has that same goal. So it can be really frustrating if you're like the only person upset after a loss or things like that. And she was always like at the same, felt the same way. Um, we would go, we would train in the suburbs like four days a week and drive to Eden Prairie and sleep in our car in between one hockey and the next hockey. And then we'd go to soccer at nighttime. And I think she, I think she was always just a little bit better than I was, like you had said. And so she always could push harder than anyone else. And she was you just wanted, she was happy all the time and she led very well. And so I think I really looked up to her in that way, but I was also with her every day. So I saw how hard, like the work she was putting in for sure. Nice. What about, obviously you're talking about your uh, Heidi Peterson as well, uh, a great teammate and going to camps with her and going to Eden Prairie and seeing those things. Um, talk about being a three sport athlete maybe, and obviously you drop golf, but what was the improvement yep. process like for all those sports? Um, what did it look like for hockey? What did it look like for soccer? Um, maybe a little golf, if you want to throw that in there too, was, was being a multi-sport athlete important for you? Give you a break kind of during the seasons? Um, oh yeah, and then, for sure. Yep. And then how did you get better? What kind of training did you do? Or maybe uh, weightlifting or conditioning? And what kind of, yep. what kind of stuff went into that? Yeah, I think, I mean, I wish everyone could be a three-sport athlete still. I feel like it's changed so much since I was that age. I mean, I even see it with my nephews and things, but, um, it was so important to like get a mental break from that sport every three months when you switch to the next one. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, in the summer, I still played all three at the same time. So it was like, you weren't so concentrated on one thing. Um, and I think it just makes you a better all around athlete. Um, but I mean, even as a seventh grader, I would hop in the car with Erica McKenzie and go up to St. Paul three days a week in the summer to lift weights and 
do on ice training. And I feel like it was, I worked really, really hard. And so it was like, you, you're just so consumed by sports that you just want to be the best at everything. So, um, I just feel like it was the training process was, it was just eat and breathe that sport, whatever I was in, I was trying to get better at it Mm. and, you know, working on it every day. And I purposely was like Corkish's aid seventh hour. Mm. So I could get to the rink an hour early or during the summers, I, I don't even know, does Shane Lanning still coach soccer? Um, I don't think so. No, but he was a goalie coach and we would work with him like three days a week in the summers. And I mean, just, I feel like I was just constantly on the go trying to, trying to do things and sign up for things to get me better at stuff. Nice. So then you did mention playing uh, hockey in college as well. Um, so talk about yep. after Hastings High School, uh, where did you go? Uh, your major, just give us everything that uh, kind of runs up to where we are right now. Sounds good, yeah. Probably so, quite a bit. So I know that's uh, many years, but. Um, Post high school, I attended Boston College um, for hockey. I had toured a lot of schools, but I feel like that was the one that I like walked in and I just felt like it was the right fit. Um, so for kids in that or high school players in that, I feel like you just know you have a good connection with the coaches. You feel like it's going to be a home away from home. Um, so I think that was probably, that was probably why I chose it. I knew right away. Um, but there I played all four years. Um, we went to three frozen fours, which was amazing. Um, my, a lot of my teammates were on the USA team. So that was fun to see too, from the sidelines. Um, I double majored in marketing and management. And, um, at the time I was about to graduate, I realized I had way too much energy to have a desk job. (laughs) And so, um, I knew I always liked to cook and liked the restaurant industry. So then from graduation at Boston, I went to Chicago and did like a two-year culinary arts program, um, and kind of worked around Chicago for a little bit and then came home. (laughs) And what, what brought you back to Hastings then? Um, I think just all my friends were here. Um, family was here. Um, I wanted to help my mom take over the family restaurant and kind of give her a break, but I feel like now she's working more than ever, but (laughs) my intentions were to, to come home and give her a break and kind of help, help her with the restaurant. For sure. Uh, so then also then kind of what you're getting to right now, take us to your current family occupation. Obviously we, we talked about being right here in Hastings. Yeah. Uh, and then just give us what that, uh, what that looks like. Yeah. So currently I live in, in Hastings, my husband and I just built a house on like six acres. Um, so we have two little girls, a four and a two-year-old. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm a chef at Dan's Bar and Grill. So we're kind of trying to figure out now what we want to do with our land and <laughs> figure out, uh, kind of make it, make it our forever home. For sure. And what do you think the best burger is here at Dan's? I know that's a, that's a question. I got a couple of students that work there right now and everyone's got a different uh, answer for this, but yes. in your, uh, ex, I mean, expert opinion, what do you think is the best here? Probably the D burger. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I, I never go with the stuffed burgers. 
everyone loves the stuffed burgers, but I'm just like a single patty, pretty straightforward cheeseburger gal. All right. So the kid was telling me about the, uh, a chicken. Is it a chicken finger sandwich? Is that a thing oh, or am no, I making this up? Chicken sandwich. Okay. Yeah, All right. that's he was a popular one too. Yeah. He was telling me that was the best one out there. So <laughs> I thought, I thought that, what do you think is the wonton the most popular or no? Yeah, probably the wonton scooter are probably the most popular. The scooter is like the Big Mac one. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, then I guess wrapping up maybe your high school career and college career, anything else that you want to add to that as well? I know we kind of breeze through um, your high school career and then uh, we definitely breeze through your, your career at Boston College, but anything else that you would want to add from your time uh, uh, playing as a Raider and um, playing for Boston College? Um, I don't know. I think I just had so much fun. And I think sports can, you know, they just make, they just made my whole last 15 years of my life mean so much more, I feel like, because I just felt, um, I felt like that I was putting my energy towards something, um, and surrounding myself with people I wanted to be around. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like with high school sports, it's, um, you just don't, you don't realize how much it's going to help you later in life. Like it might not be your end journey. Um, but I just feel like it teaches you so many lessons about organization and mental toughness. And, um, I just feel like things like that are, you learn a lot when you're a high school athlete, just to how to be a better person. Um, and so I think that was super important. For sure. And that kind of takes us in the, the last two questions I got for you then, Danielle. Um, so if you could give parents or coaches two pieces of advice from your perspective, uh, what do you think they would be and why? Um, I think for parents, I think it's really important to like, let your kids have some say in what they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like my parents really helped guide me and gave their opinions when I needed them, but they kind of let me choose my own path. So if I wanted to do a camp, they let me do the camp. If I didn't want to do the camp, they didn't make me do the camp. Um, if they could tell I was stressed, they would let me skip obligations for a week to go to a friend's cabin or, you know, that kind of thing. So I think it's really important for parents to just kind of let your children have some say in what they're doing mm -hmm. for sure um and as far as and i mean also parents have gotten a little crazy nowadays so <laughs> i think they should just let coaches do what they're doing and you know the refs know what they're doing too so i think that's an important piece of advice too that for sure now nowadays. same kind of question for uh student athletes so a kid that's in high school right now uh, yeah. from your experiences, um, you were five, five year varsity starter on hockey, you know, a three sport athlete in high school, uh, played division one hockey as well. What would you tell kids nowadays who are in high school? Yeah. I mean, kind of along what I said earlier, I think, um, 99% of the time, no matter how good you are, the sport you're playing in high school, like, isn't going to be your, your final career, but it definitely can take you somewhere. And it, it teaches you a lot of life, life lessons. Um, and like just dealing with self-doubt and persevering through things. And um, I just, I think it's really important as a student athlete, you're just building a lot of things that are gonna help you later in life. So even though it may not be your, your, your final destination, I think it's, 
just it's going to take you places if you let it and you and you learn from it for sure danielle that's all i got for you today i really awesome. appreciate your time the last thing is uh just the microphone is yours so anything you would like to add in anything i forgot to ask you uh, any shout outs you want to give uh, like i said the mic microphone's yours and you can go for it <laughs> No, I really don't have too much to add. I mean, go Raiders. I think it's, I think Hastings is like the best place to grow up. And I just, yeah, I'm happy to be a part of the community here. Awesome. Thank you.